Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by former senior high and MSU running back, Chad Newell. How are you doing today, man? Good, good. Happy to be here. Awesome. So, one of my first questions is always, what made you fall in love with football? Oh, I don't know. I guess from uh, just young kid, uh, it's just what I was around. My dad loved watching the sport um so kind of just watching watching the game um and then uh just i don't know if it's uh like contact that i that i craved or if that's the right word for it but just kind of being drawn to that part of the game um and, and just the camaraderie and the team part of it uh was always a, a good time for me and being around a bunch of different guys uh especially here in billings um, getting a chance to meet a bunch of people from a bunch of different parts of town, a um, bunch of different backgrounds from, you know, an age of eight, nine, ten years old um, was was a great, great experience for me. So just a bunch of reasons. Um, but, you know, once you're in it, uh, I never could get enough. That's awesome. So you um, obviously went to senior high. And I've noticed that their football programs, they really build it from the bottom up to talk. So talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, I guess um, I came in to senior at a kind of at a weird time. Uh, they had just gone and lost the state championship to Capitol in 2008. Um, and I came in in 2009, the following year. Um, we had some rough stretches there, 09. 2010, I think we won maybe four games combined in those two years. So um, rough stretch. Uh, and that's how high school football goes, especially in the state of Montana um, and senior high, particularly. Um, we definitely go through waves of talent and, and we see that over and over again with senior. Uh, we don't quite have the pool, uh, you know, that West, ha West has or um, some of these other bigger schools like Bozeman High did have. Um, now it's kind of split. Right. Um, but yeah, building, building that program, um, like you said, from the bottom up, we came in young, uh, a lot of us came in as sophomores, um, and, and kind of grew up playing varsity. I mean, a lot, I came in as a, a freshman and was able to play all four levels. Um, so wow. we get a lot of game experience, uh, played a ton of games, uh, as like a 14, 15 year old kid, which. I thought, I mean, gives you just a really good base. I played a bunch of different positions, special teams, um, just gave myself a good ground in the game. And, and the coaching staff, you know, um, Mark Solster at the time, uh, Murdoch, uh, you know, all the guys, all those coaches do, do a great staff of, of understanding um, who they have, where they're at, and trying to develop guys, you know, from a young age uh, and giving them a chance to be successful. That's awesome. So what was your recruitment process like to MSU and what ultimately made you choose Bozeman? Yeah. So, um, recruit process wise, I don't know if you remember coach Mack and do. Yep. Um, he was at MSU at the time. I, I, uh, came off, I broke my leg, my, my junior, junior year, uh, playing basketball. So pretty significant tip crib fracture, compound fracture. Oh, geez. Um, so I came off that injury, uh, going into my senior year. So 
really, as far as recruiting goes, uh, there was a lot of skepticism, obviously, um, mostly, mostly interest from um, the University of Montana and Montana State had fallen off. Um, I was, was able to take some visits to, to Tech and, and some other NAI schools, Rocky. Uh, Coach Armstrong was there at the time. Um, and then I just kind of, you know, thought I could play at, you know, the Montana level or the MSU level. Uh, and I wanted to study engineering. That was kind of my, my plan for after my football days were over. Uh, so I reached out to Coach McIndoe uh, right before we played Bozeman High or before the week we were going to play Bozeman High in basketball, actually. Um, so we had finished my senior year, still really hadn't figured out where we were going. Sorry, I got my dog here. Oh, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Lay down. Um, and and was able to just connect with him, um, just ask about a walk-on spot. And and he was he was happy to to have me on campus, and I took a visit visit up to Bozeman. Uh, Coach Ash was was more than welcoming. Those guys are awesome. Um, was on my visit with uh, Caleb Tribice and some other guys from that crew. Um, so had a good time on my visit, and it was just a, a good program. Obviously, it was in a very good spot at that. P- you know, period in time, 2010, 2011, 2012. Um, we won a couple conference championships. So it was it was the program, the best program in the state uh, still is. But at the time, it was kind of gave me the best opportunity to get the best education that the state of Montana has to offer and also have an opportunity to play football at a very high level. That's awesome. So what was the walk-on opportunity like? Because a lot of people don't know about that. So what was it like being a walk-on athlete? Yeah, it's a little different. I mean, you kind of come in. I I was lucky enough to be what they call preferred walk-on, which is just means you get to come to fall camp as opposed to um, joining the team after camp's over. So I'm not exactly sure the numbers. I think you go from 95 going into camp and you can go up to like 104 or something like that after camp's over. Um so I had the opportunity to go in and go through fall camp, which that first fall camp is pretty miserable. Um, but yeah, as a walk-on, you're you're not really given. I mean, if you're if you stand out, which I did not, so um, I had a lot of growing to do, uh, a lot of a lot of getting better uh, for sure. But yeah, you just come in and you definitely are aware very quickly um, that the guys around you are on a different level, especially the ones that have been there, put the time in. Um, so it becomes quite clear there's some ground to make up and, and you kind of just know you're an underdog. So you put your nose to the, to the grindstone and my story is not, you know, very, I guess, special. There's a ton of guys, especially at MSU that, you know, Caleb's a great example, just like over and over, over again, you see these guys, um, come in from the state of Montana, whether it's a guy that has book scholarships, um, or preferred walk on somebody that's, you know, not given that full, that full scholarship, which very few people, very few kids from the state are given that full ride. So, right. Um, yeah, just kind of that underdog mentality. And that's what you see um, in almost all these in-state kids. And, and it shows up on the field, I think pretty much every Saturday. And that goes uh, for the Grizzlies too. 
Of course, yeah, for sure. So um, my next question is your running style. I remember watching you at senior and then watching you at MSU just bulldozing through people. Where did you get that mentality to just, I'm going to hit the heck out of a deep tackle linebacker, whoever's coming at me? You know, I don't know. I don't think I picked it up anywhere. It was just kind of the style um, that I grew into. I've never, ever been the fastest guy. I don't, I don't think I'm slow, but uh, definitely not the fastest guy out there. Uh, and like I said, just that contact courage gives you uh, that slight edge over somebody that's not not as willing or is going to wear down I'm a little bit quicker than you. So I always found as games went on, um, you know, even at senior high as a sophomore, fresh junior, and then going into MSU, I was able to have success as games went on because um, not a lot of people like to get hit over and over and over and over again. And I was all right with it. Um, but I think that was kind of my mentality is you can, you might be able to stop us. Um, that was our mentality too. I've talked about, you know, JP Flynn, John Widenauer up front, Kyle Decky, um, Joel Horn. I played with a ton of good guys uh, up, up front when I was at MSU and, and, uh, yeah, just that mentality of we're going to – we're going to continue to run and, and continue to pound you for four quarters. And by the fourth quarter, a lot of the time, we, we would find ourselves having success. That's awesome. So, you know, I've talked to a lot of Bobcats in your kind of era of right when the Bobcats are starting to turn things around. So how neat was it for you to be a part of that turnaround of the Bobcat program? Yeah, it was, it was good. I mean, like I said, when, when we got there, we were in the middle of, um, you know, a three-peat as conference championship. So um, we kind of came in as Coach Ash had turned it around, you know, from the Coach Kramer era. He had, he'd came in and done a really good job of giving that program a base and kind of instilling that, some of the values that still are there at MSU, um, kind of uh, – Coach Ash, the, the saying that he had that always stuck with me um, is that people always, people want to know how much you care before they care how much you know. And and that kind of attitude has stuck around that program. Um, that goes from the alumni, the fans, everybody down uh, to the players. And and it's a it's a big deal there. So uh, and then moving forward um, into you know my senior year. And Coach Choke coming in, um, just being able to be a part of – that was a struggle. And, and losing Dakota obviously really hurt our, our chances that year. Um, but, you know, happy for, for him. And he was able to get a great opportunity uh, thanks to the program, you know, that Coach Ash right. was able to build. Um, so – and then just being able to – I mean, beating the Grizz, I think, was a, a huge – I would say, like, building point or whatever you'd want to call it, I guess, um, moving forward for the program. Um, you could feel the, after that day, you know, I think it was like November 19th, 2016, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, that day, after that day, um, there was no question in my mind or our mind, you know, who the best program in the state was and who it was going to continue to be um up until this day for sure for sure so 
you know, you mentioned that you had two different coaches. How different were they and how much of an adjustment was that for you? They were very, very, they were so much different. You couldn't have, you couldn't get like further apart as far as their style. Coach Ash, obviously very reserved, um, more soft-spoken, just old school kind of um, really, yeah, really, I don't want to say hands off, that's the wrong word, just kind of trusted his, his coaches um, and he did a great job running the program. And then Coach Show, obviously, um, very intense, um, loved to get into the weeds, loved to get into the X's and O's, loved to get into the weight room every day, loved, you know, he had, he had his nose in, in every single thing, which, um, yeah, obviously was an adjustment as seniors um, having a program run one way and then kind of, kind of doing, it's not a 180, I think he continued on the right, the same path, um, but just obviously different leadership styles. Um, but Coach Show definitely took that program and, and continued to run um, up the hill and, and obviously did great things with it. And um, Coach Vegan uh, I clearly has, has continued that upward trend. For sure. So how cool is it now to see as an alumni where they have gone? Like you're saying, you know, from where you had, where your group of guys had it to where the program is now. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I mean, obviously like, so my son and um, my wife and when I took my son up just uh, this last weekend and we're able to take him to the game and, and you kind of take a step back um, as you go back there and just realize how special that place is, especially with, you know, I have a three-year-old boy and, and his birthday's tomorrow actually. So yeah, oh, awesome. he, uh, he was able to, to enjoy a game up there and it, it's pretty special. Um, just kind of, just knowing that feeling um, when you show up, you see those guys on the field warm. Like I, I freaking watch warmups and get all jacked up, man. Like I, I miss it, but uh, yeah, just, just knowing that the program's in a good spot and, and being able to watch it. There's, there's a lot of pride there for sure. Um, in, in myself and yeah, my family and, and my, my kids and all that stuff already. That's awesome. So I have three follow-up questions with that, your kind of question mm-hmm. there. So what was your favorite memory of playing either in Bobcat Stadium or just as a Bobcat? So probably the best memory is, like I said, November November 19th, 2016, um, beating the Grizz up there senior year. Um, kind of, I mean, we didn't have an opportunity to go um, continue or play for the conference or, or play for a national championship. Um, but that was, we knocked the Grizz out of contention and, and we were able to, you know, take that, that divide trophy home, which is pretty special. And I, th- I think I made a fool of myself running around the stadium with the state champ sign too. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, now you have kids, you mentioned your son, what stories have you told them or will tell them about your playing days? Yeah, it's hard. I think that'll just come up hopefully organically. Um, but yeah, just as they grow up, just kind of hopefully telling them um, about the experience as a player and um, whatever it is they decide to do. I have a three-year-old boy and a, my, my daughter, Charlie, she'll be, uh, she'll be one here in November. So, just little ones, but um, 
yeah, just being able to tell them. I think my biggest takeaway is when they when they grow up, whatever they're doing, um, whatever it happens to be, athletics or or other, uh, just to step back and enjoy those moments because uh, going back there now, I definitely didn't take in you know all of those things that make game day special in, in Bozeman and um, now I'm getting to enjoy them and, and getting to be there with my kids which is awesome but uh, definitely when you get into those zones um, taking a step back and and kind of soaking it in there's nothing wrong with that. No for sure and then my final question to kind of line up with that and then I'm going to go into other things too maybe but um, my final question with that is um <clears throat> Excuse me, I added my head here. And yeah, we'll go back to it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Oh, I got it. Um, what was your favorite stadium to play in other than Bobcat Stadium? Because obviously the Big Sky has a lot of cool stadiums, but what was your favorite to play in besides Bobcat? Oh, it's gotta be Washington Grizzly. That's an easy one. <laughs> yeah. I love going up there. We were able to, to win up there once. We split um split. We lost my sophomore year. Uh, Dakota, Dakota was out that game. Uh, Jake did a good job stepping in, obviously, um, as well. But, yeah, we were we lost to them, beating them our, our senior year. It was pretty special. That's cool. So what is what was it like to play with, you know, Dakota? You mentioned your offensive line was so good. What was it like to play with all of those great guys together in one group? Yeah, I mean – we were pretty lucky. We had a lot of guys, um, and you, you speak, you spoke to, you know, coming in as a walk on and, and I was, I had the opportunity to train and compete with, you know, some of the best players to ever go through that program, Dakota, um, JP, um, my best friend and, and my lifting partner. So it's like, we, we come through together, JP and I did. And, and, you know, I definitely have him to thank for a lot of, a lot of the areas that I came through and definitely have him to thank for a lot of hangovers as well. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I think it was, it was a pretty special group and um, a lot of special players for sure. was able to play with, you know, both Caleb and Brad um, when they had their Buck Buchanan seasons and uh, a lot of just really, really great defensive guys too. Nah, Jody Owens, um, just a ton of guys. Denarius obviously was there. Um, then Cody Kirk was probably my mentor in the backfield. Uh, I was able to, to to make really good friends with Cody and and you know squeeze him for everything he was worth as far as his experiences. Um, so I think there's a lot of guys that that put a lot of time into me. And yeah, Trey Robinson's another one that that really had rooted for me and, and pulled for me through those things. And uh, Coach Petrie, who's I think, yeah, he's with the Falcons now, so he's down there with Troy. Wow. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of guys that, that put a lot of time and effort. Um, Coach Wilcox in the weight room. There's so many names that it's it's crazy. But, yeah, you, you start talking about um, the, the guys that were there and, and that are there now, but um, that I got a chance to play with. And they're great guys. And I work with Brad Daly now and, and just even better people now that were, were done and gone. Um, just great, great humans. That's awesome. I remember watching you and Cody Kirk in the backfield and it was really cool. Cause you know, you were kind of like the bulldozer type running back and he was the fast elusive guy. You guys paired really well together. It was awesome to watch. 
yeah, Cody and Cody was great. And then uh, after he come through, Gunner came in a year after the year he left and, and Gunner was able to take kind of that spot too. And so that was, that was fun. And, and Gunner and JP and I all lived together. So it was, it was a good time. And Gunner did a great job stepping in and filling that role as, as kind of, uh, I guess, a more balanced back. That's awesome. So I have to ask, cause you, you and JP both seemed pretty buff in college. What were the weight room sessions like with you two? <laughs> uh, I think, I think you'd be surprised at how much fun we had. Um, that was where we had probably some of the best times. Um, obviously we, we did all the college stuff. Um, at, uh, well, Alex's house, Alex Singleton's house mostly, but, uh, you know, we, we, we did all that, but the best times, honestly, we, we had a great time in the weight room. Um, we jam, we, we blasted party in the USA by Miley Cyrus as loud as we could and threw, you know, a ton of weight around. Um, well, JP did, but me, I, I did my best, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a good time. And, and there's a bunch of guys in there. We, we had a really good time. Um, and we made training fun, uh, which, which made it a lot easier, uh, to get where we wanted to go for sure. Oh, that's awesome. And it's cool to see that you guys have, built friendships beyond football that's really awesome to see that you're still friends to this day yeah yeah jp obviously had had success with the 49ers and and suffered an injury and he's back in in bozeman now and um coaching at gallatin actually so yeah uh, offense coordinator over there and, and doing really well should have beat west last week but uh you know that's, that's okay. how it goes <laughs> yeah i saw there were two former bobcats on that gallatin coaching stuff i'm like Okay, I see yeah. you guys. <laughs> yeah, Tuck's over there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, well, hey, Chad, I want to thank you so much for coming on tonight and just um, telling us about your career and want to wish your son a happy birthday tomorrow. So, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Have a great rest of your night. Yeah. Take care. Yep.